What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's Casino over there. He's doing the Queen's Wave, even though he's wearing a beanie that's from Jamaica. So, Casino, are you cultural appropriating Jamaica right now? Will you be doing yeah, the accent the whole the whole podcast? Yeah, man. <laughs> great, great start. Uh, we are back to talk about week 18 uh we got a nice we didn't even plan this got a nice pink and green kind of yellow mixture going on right now i've switched my background if you're watching this on youtube back to the old reliable uh here's all the things i got uh for work we do a like a secret santa type of thing where we get each other one gag gift one regular gift my gag gift was Go follow me on social media. Here's my handle. That's my new cup to drink tea out of. I got the on-air sign. And then I have this delightful picture of a piece of bread, which is art. This is art, Casino. Go check it out on the YouTube. I will put it right here. You can maybe see it every time I lean. It's very creepy picture, but very that was part of the gag. Um, yeah, so Casino, what's going on? How you been since, what, our last one was four or five days ago? Yeah, no, I'm doing pretty good. Um, started to uh, eat right again and uh, work out. So I'm I mean, already look- down like seven pounds, which is wonderful in a week. So damn, it, it's mainly because I just stopped drinking beer and I actually moved my body instead of sitting on the on the couch. Huh, what's that like? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. But no, when we what? started today, and I was like a cheeseburger every night when I would come home. It wasn't every night, but yeah. I'd eat a cheeseburger about two times a week from In N Out on the way home. In N Out, if you want to sponsor us, I'll eat a cheeseburger <laughs> every day. I have no yeah. problem with that. Yeah, that's like how I lost a shitload of weight and started feeling way better when after every night at work where we both get off around the same time, like midnight, I wouldn't stop at Raising Cane's every other night. And who knew greasy fat food, just dog shit. uh, When you don't eat it every day, you feel better. So, hey, Raising Cane's, if you want to sponsor us, I know I just called you guys dog shit, but (laughs) I mean, I'll say you're not for the price we'll turn this podcast into a mukbang <laughs> whatever <laughs> that a, that's what it is uh but no you look great casino when we first started Thanks, recording man. i was like is that the rock no it's just casino in a jamaica beanie uh nice. but uh, i am wearing a new fun beanie um one of our one of our listeners thomas shout out to you buddy i think you because you you and your lady may have just had your kids so hope everything's going good um and he better be but, subscribed uh, yeah. The baby, I mean. Subscribed. No, no, the he baby. Said he's one of our subscribers. Oh, yes, the baby <laughs> subscribers. But I am wearing a new fun beanie and a fun outfit just for you. It's after the holidays. What is the what does that sweater say? Uh it, it peace among worlds. It's Rick and Morty. Oh, nice. That's nice. Peace among worlds. <laughs> it makes me I very have happy. A pink old navy bear. So shout out to old navy. You make quality you know what? They make quality uh wear that my, doesn't break my, the bank. My sh- my shit's backwards, so I need to get my mirror thing fixed. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, just racking up the sponsors here. But a big weekend in sports that was, I text you when it was happening. I think this might have been 
uh, one of the worst weekends of football to end on. Just really felt like it ended on a fucking dud. Like, no, oh, yeah. what game was good? Maybe Lions Packers. And even that one was boring as shit for like half of it. There we go. So, ah, there we go. I fixed it. I fixed it. <laughs> there you go. Now we look right. Bam. But uh, uh, now this is going to throw it off because it's been mirrored this entire, entire podcast. Like the life of the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Why are you messing with messing with a good thing? That would be as dumb as like changing the background f- like four episodes ago and then changing it right back. That'd be like that dumb. Why would you mess up a good thing? But anyways, all right, I'm back, back to mirrored. <laughs> uh, before, however, we get into the last week of the NFL, week eighteen, let's talk about. Uh, I mean, the national championship game last night that was so bad. One of the worst in terms of game quality championship matches, maybe football games I've watched in a while. At no point during the game did it seem like TCU even had a slivers chance of, I was honestly shocked when they would just move the ball. That game was rough. Casino. Man, they, they, they just looked bad. They looked slow. Um, Which is crazy because when so they, they pl- yeah, no, go ahead. When they play Michigan. They didn't yeah. come into this game like they came into the game against Michigan. You've talked about it. They were very loose. They were excited. They were they were ready to get into the Michigan game because everybody didn't give them even a shot in the Michigan game. And then now this stage was – it wasn't for the championship against Michigan. This was for the championship. They looked sluggish. There was blown assignments. Um, I, I've heard out there there was a lot of the defensive players, and it showed they were trying to play hero ball instead of actually – playing their positions um and and it it showed there was a lot of wide open wide open touchdowns um but that being said it's solely it's not solely on the defense the defense looked was the worst of it but when uh max duggan uh dugan said dugan i think it's duggan i think the extra g adds the gun yeah yeah duggan But yeah, he went 14 for 22, only 152 yards with two interceptions. And they were That's... bad interceptions. He had a touchdown on one of them, and he overthrew that ball by like 15 yards. Yeah. All he had to do is get it in the slant. They needed seven yards for the first down. And he was there. The receiver was wide open, perfectly ran route, and he overthrew him by like 10 yards and got the interception. Well, I mean, and that, I think, right at the end of the second quarter at halftime, when he throws that second, I believe at this point it was the second INT at the end of the second half, where there was was. literally like, what, 20, I think it was 28 seconds left, and he just throws it to a guy who's clearly sitting on the route. Like, his guy had no shot at it, and then Georgia goes in, scores another touchdown, and what, they went into halftime up 38 i believe to seven like going into halftime of that game and i mean they felt like they felt like they would put another 38 on them and they pretty much almost did final score ends up being 65 to seven which coming out of this game i don't think it really says anything about tcu actually coming out of this game i thought how good is ohio state because Ohio State had this same Georgia team on the fucking ropes for three quarters. Like, remember, Georgia had to come back big in that game. So 
which makes you question. I just think how it matched up, just how it matched up. Yeah. Uh, TCU, I think they definitely deserved it. I think, I don't think it's a sham that they, you know. Oh, no. But I mean, that's going to be the narrative is just like, this is why. And how I fire back at that, though, is um, how I fire back at that is Michigan and Georgia were the two top teams. We talked about it on here everywhere that I heard about it on the TV shows, uh, radio, whatever, that Michigan and Georgia were untouchable. That was going to be the final. No teams can compete. And TCU wiped the floor with Michigan. And everybody yeah. thought Michigan was the only team that could mess with Georgia. Um, so, again, uh, Georgia was just – Georgia's just in another class. Yes, they almost lost to Ohio State, but Ohio State really wanted to get in there, um, just like TCU, you know. Um, because, yeah, I, I, if it was Ohio State and TCU, I really wonder what the outcome would have been. Um, I think it would have been a much closer game because both of those teams got past, you know, would have gotten past their semifinal. And, you know, the pressure was off of them there. And now they just have to worry about winning a title. Um, but anyway, now going to Georgia and their stats, dude, Stenson Bennett, I, I liked his composure under center because whenever he would make a big play he or they get a touchdown especially as the game went on he did not go crazy he did not really gloat he just he kind of just scored the touchdown smiled maybe made a couple like hand gestures but he's not running up and down the side sidelines from what i saw that was working so i was looking up as i was working but from what i saw every time they scored he was pretty composed on on the sideline and uh, good for him, especially since he was like a transfer, and then like he was with them, and then went to another team and with them, um, that whole thing. And so good for him. Uh, yeah. But also, I think there, that, well, no, there's that crazy stat that he is 25 years old and has been at Georgia for five years, and Lamar Jackson is also 25 and has been in the NFL for five years, like. How that's possible, I don't I know there's like that whole thing where it's like, oh, he was a red shirt and then he was a transfer, and then he was a JUCO, and right. like all those things you stack on each other. But to be 25 and a starting quarterback in college, like that's fucking crazy. Cause these guys are coming out of the league now where they're like 20, or they always have 20, 21, and you know, they're rookies in the NFL. And by 25 in the NFL, they're usually at their like peak. So what do you think the chances of him being in the NFL are, you know, especially with him already being 25, but like you said, like kind of the Baker Mayfield trajectory where started as a walk-on Juco and then kind of has risen to like this all-star college quarterback. Oh man. He's going to get picked up immediately. I I don't think he's going to have any issue transitioning into the NFL. Will he be great, but I, I, who knows, you know, I, I, we don't know that, but are the transition from him to from college to the NFL teams, picking him up his mental and maturity it's there. And like I was saying, that goes into testing um, with, with how he was on the sideline when he was scoring the touchdowns and he just kind of was casual about it. And just like, okay, this is just another game for me. 100% he is going to the Tekken, Texans. They're going to swoop him up. There is no way he goes number one, though. 
There's no, no way. No way. The what is it? It's gonna be the the, the Bryce Young. No, it's gonna be Bryce Young from Alabama. He's the number one pick uh in every mock draft I have seen. He Me. and I well the Texans will get I mean we'll get into talking about that, but actually let's just transition now unless you have more to say no. on the college football. Just sucks if you're a TCU fan, if you're a Georgia fan, congrats. Two years in a row. Uh, I do think the SEC is still the best conference in college football, even though I hate that. But I do think all these NIL de- deals and all these transfer portals and, you know, like players now can actually make money. And it seems like players now just want to start and play games instead of like play for a big college. So oh, yeah. I do think within I mean, it could be two, three years. The entire college landscape is going to be way different. I think it's going to be. I'm excited for it. Oh, me too. I think especially with the expansion of the playoff field, we're going to see more TCUs that are actually, you know, at levels where they can be national champions and they just come out of nowhere and they just wreck people just because they gave the right deals to the right players and blah, blah, blah. I forgot yeah. Texas Texans don't get the number one. It's it's the Bears. Duh. Well, interested you say that, Casito, because before we get into this week, let's go. Uh, let's go to the news of the day, which is we're recording this Monday at one. And at this point, it is the Bears GM has come out and said, I'd only draft a quarterback at number one if I was, quote unquote, blown away by them. So is he fishing for somebody to trade a pick with him? Do you think the Bears are set with Justin Fields? What would you do, Casino, if I've already been hired by the NFL because of my amazing rule hmm. changes? You've been hired as the Bears GM. You have the number one overall pick with the team you currently have. What do you do now that you have kind of fallen ass backwards into the number one spot, like the number one pick? Uh work on my defense yeah i don't think do you think they are set with justin fields i think so i would keep justin fields he's shown that he's a good good quarterback in in multiple as um in multiple aspects of the game he just needs a better team around him he's not gonna i mean you have those players that they don't need that team around them to be successful he's one of those players that will need a little bit more help but if he gets just a little more help, that team's going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, they, they need to be able to stop the ball and get the ball to him a little more. You get maybe one or two more offensive players, and then the rest of that you just focus on defense on all the offseason. Well, he also needs a pass catcher <clears throat> because, remember, they traded – one. Yeah, they traded him away. They traded all their uh, defensive stars away for picks and then for – uh chase claypool and chase claypool has what like 30 catches since going to the bears and i think he we looked at him last time and he had like one touchdown like he's clearly not the answer so but i don't think in today's nfl you can take a number one pick uh as the number one pick in the overall draft as a wide receiver right? Like that's such a deep position in college. And you look at the past couple of years and it's like, 
DK Metcalf was in the second round. Uh, what is it? Antonio Brown was a six rounder. Every wide receiver the Steelers draft is good when they play on the Steelers and then they go to other teams and they either have mental breakdowns or a chase Claypool. So I don't know what you do, but as far as quarterbacks right now, the projected top three to go, not, you know, top three picks in the draft, but team, but top three quarterbacks to go. If your team needs a quarterback is Bryce young, Alabama quarterback, which you have the same concerns with him you do as someone like a Kyler Murray or a Tua, which is he's a small guy, but unlike Tua, he's got a big arm. He's got some mobility, but do you risk it on a quarterback of his stature in terms of size where are you going to get somebody like a Russell Wilson in his prime or are you going to get somebody like a Johnny football where it's just too small of a guy where he can't handle the hits or you know time will tell like can't throw it over the defensive line yeah the next one is cj stroud from ohio state he's uh i don't know he's just one of those guys that kind of came on late and was like is he an nfl quarterback like i don't trust those guys who are just like pop for one season i know he's had a little bit more than that but i don't know man I'm not a, but then again, I don't really follow the draft and all that kind of stuff. And then the other guy is Will Levis, who is a quarterback from Kentucky that I couldn't tell you a literal single thing about. So I'm not, (laughs) I don't think either of us are big college scouts when it comes to NFL ready players, but yeah, no. Well, and also even the, yeah, even the scouts, what you hit on like 30%, if that, of the quarterbacks you you draft so who fucking knows and the best quarterback to ever play in the league tom brady was drafted almost in the seventh round like the sixth round pick or whatever like so nobody fucking knows it just all comes down to the player but let's jump into how the bears got that first overall pick with week 18 and i mean who would have thought the most entertaining game that day was the Texans and Colts, which were inevitably the Texans were fighting for the number one pick. And then they forgot they had it or wanted it. Or Lovey Smith knew he was getting fired and said, fuck it. And was just like, let's try to win this fucking game. And they do on an insane, I believe it was fourth and 20 into a heat into the end zone the guy catches it the Colts defender makes one of the worst attempts at an interception you'll ever see in the league then they go for two they end up winning by one uh Davis Mills has that Mills magic uh so I guess we both oh as far as picks go this week we had one two three four five six seven eight nine you won nine games this week, Casino. I won 10 because the only game we had different was Broncos Chargers. And I picked Broncos, you picked Chargers. Uh, but yeah, you wiped Herbert. the floor. Yeah, yeah, you wiped the floor with me this season. Uh, however, well, it restarts in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, it restarts. So. Uh, however, I did have Georgia, you had TCU. So I actually won by two this week. Suck it. Suck it. No, I'm good. uh but any uh i'm in a typhoon over here dude 
Oh yeah. We both we were recording this in Vegas, both of us, and yeah, the weather the past couple days, maybe a week at this point, has just been brutal. I feel brutal. like I'm on a coastal city right now. Yeah, it's just been like uh what is it like murky and rainy and kind of just off and on for a week which is good we need the rain but yeah it's kind of depressing uh but let's start with i mean we talked about the first round pick let or let's talk about the chiefs raiders jaguars titans where chiefs raiders the only thing i want to fucking talk about that game i oh my god i've never hated anything more in my football watching life than that fucking ring around the rosy bullshit play also everybody's like oh well it led to a touchdown yeah did you also see the part where the guy almost tackled the guy who caught the ball five yards behind the line of scrimmage and he was being held and that's what the penalty was and that's why it got called back so that dumbass stupid play also almost last lost five yards and it was a penalty and then people are like oh but it was also a touchdown yeah it was also a touchdown because two things that made it a shit play also happened so it could have been a a shit play b a penalty or c a touchdowns it was all of those things so people being like that was a guaranteed like no it wasn't no it wasn't i fucking hated it it was dumb uh I've ranted about this already to you, Casino. What do you think about the game? Uh, but before we get to that, what do you think of that stupid fucking ring around the rosy play? I mean, I, I didn't like it. Um, I laughed my ass off. I really did. I thought it was hysterical, but I, I hated every second of it. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 exactly like how you're laughing right now. I was just, I couldn't believe that that happened in the NFL. Like that happened in the NFL. Like touchdown celebrations are one thing a ring around the rosy it, for, for your uh play call is just wow um i am happy though they beat the shit out of the raiders because i told you i hate the raiders now yeah for life um, yeah and i'm fine with that i don't give a shit patriots, about the raiders either the patriots come back apparently the patriots are coming back next year to play the raiders here and too soon can't do it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's start price watch right now. Price Our tickets watch. up casino. Yeah, uh, three three thousand dollars. I don't know. Okay, so we'll start at three thousand. Well, it can only go down. Uh, but besides that, uh, that stupid. And again, I'm not the pro. You know, because they say NFL no fun league. I'm fine with. I think there should be taunting. I think there should be celebrations i think most of the penalties are fucking garbage so i'm all fun i'm all for it being fun what i don't like is stupid dumb shit like that which means nothing to the actual play like it didn't fool the raiders that's the whole thing i keep saying where it's like oh my god this crazy design play and it's like oh you mean the play where if you lined up even if you didn't do the fucking ring around the rosy thing would still be a handoff flea flicker that you then throw back. Like we've seen that play before. The only thing that makes it different is this stupid ring around the rosy thing. And again, the guy almost got tackled if it wasn't for a hold five yards behind where the line of scrimmage was. So dumb play. And also 
really dumb to go to do the last game before you play a playoff game because now it's going to be like everybody's going to be like oh my god the chiefs they're having such fun they're having such fun what do you think's going to be the number one story if the chiefs lose their next game do you think it's going to be oh well maybe the chiefs should focus less on having fun and more on playing football like you can already see it written in the stars so also uh chiefs uh team fans players two of the teams you're going to have to go through to go into the super bowl have uh a beaten you b are now your biggest rivals which is the Bengals and bills you better hope you'd ever see the Bengals because they've never beat you or you've never beat them never and beat then them, yeah and then the bills i mean they have either almost beaten you or beaten you the last three times you've played so, and the one time you did beat them, I believe they're 0-2, the la- or 1-2 the last three times they played them. The last time you beat them was on, like, a miracle 26-second, like, comeback. So, again, you're doing this in week one. Ha ha, oh my god, week one. The Chiefs must have been planning that all offseason. This is fun, blah, blah, blah. To do that the week before the playoffs start, are you fucking dumb? I fu- like, what the fuck are you doing? What was the point of it? Is what I'm saying. Like, ugh. Ugh. I didn't think I would rant that much about it, but that's how much I fucking hated it, Casino. I hated it so much. That's all good. You're all good, man. Ugh. Uh, Let's move on. As far as the Raiders, they're a dumpster fire. The Stidham experiment worked for one week, and then I guess people saw tape on him and were like, oh, he's not that good, actually. And then he played like how you think he would have played. Uh, against a Chiefs team where their defense is bottom of the league. So it's not like he was going against, you know, the San Francisco 49ers defense, which he lit up. So again, I don't think you can hit your wagon to him, but it's the Raiders. So who knows what they're going to do? The next game was the seven and 10 Tennessee Titans at the nine and eight Jacksonville Jaguars winner gets in. For the AFC South, the Jaguars end up doing it, Casino. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how either, because at multiple they, times they got, during that game. They were getting worked. They yeah. Just, all right, so possession. It was, yeah, 36 minutes for the Titans, 23 for the Jags. First downs, 19 to 13. Third down efficiency, uh, fourth down efficiency, just Titans rolled away with it. Yeah. Um, and it did feel dude, this 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 is the crazy one rushing yards 147 to 19 for yeah. Tennessee it it's it's the two turnovers that it's the two turnovers Tennessee had the two fumbles um and the interception like it was just bad it was bad I, I Tennessee should have won this game. I'm happy Jacksonville won because I actually want to see Jacksonville in the playoffs rather than Tennessee. Yeah. You know, I love Mike Vrabel. Um, I just want to see what these Jag this Jaguars team could do now that they've got a little momentum. They're not complete dog shit that everybody's chalking <laughs> them up to be. Um, I, I hope that lights a fire under their ass. Like, Hey, we're now in the playoffs. We did what we had to do. We won the game that, you know, we you know, they were expected to win that game, but I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do in the playoffs. Even if they're out in the first round, I want to see them play a good, strong game, which I think is possible. But 
I feel bad for Derrick Henry. He rushed 30 times for 107-ish yards. I think it was 107. 109. 109. But sucks for him. And you know what? And, and surprisingly, Dobbs played pretty well for what I, I expected Dobbs to play. Yeah. He, he, 20 for 29. Yes, he had one interception, but he also had a touchdown, and he was just short of 200 yards. That's good for a quarterback that is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. For, in, in a in a must-win game. I mean, he only played two games this year, and both of them, like, not bad. Like, not not great, but again, was he in, was third-string quarterback right. and looked like a way better quarterback than Malik Willis ever did. So... So yeah, good, good on him. Good on him. But I do want to say that if the crazy thing about this game, and I think you'll agree, is it was the score is 20 to 16. The Titans, it felt like every time you looked up, they just had the ball and they were like driving. And it yeah, just would seem like not 13 minutes more of possession time. Like it was and it felt double Jaguars that one how the how the Jaguars won this game is just insanity. Just insanity. They were just the better team and they like persevered, but God, I mean, yeah, it just felt like every time you looked up, the Titans were driving and then you would like look away and all of a sudden they were punting and you were just like, what? They just went the whole length of the field and got nothing out of it. So just like the Titans, I mean, same thing with the Bucks this year have just really felt like they just could not find a way to score points. Like every Titans game, they were just... Their defense was bend and don't break to the point where it was like those videos you see where somebody's like squeezing something and you see it like you're like, oh, my God, it's going to pop. Or like those videos where people put rubber bands on like a watermelon and you're just like, how much more can this watermelon take? And then finally, it just fucking exploded. And the Jaguars were able to hold off. Everybody's shocked. Yeah. And it was just, man, I mean. But I do agree, and the first-round matchup, which we'll get to the playoff matchups, being Jaguars-Chargers in Jacksonville, that's a good fucking game. For what I think, I think is a so. dog-shit round of wild-card games, I feel like that might be the best one because that one feels like it could really go either way. Uh, next up, we'll kind of just skip most of these because most of them really didn't, didn't matter, matter and they were kind of just boring. Like the Panthers-Saints game, I saw the highlights of only literally nothing there. Uh, Jets Dolphins, we thought was going to be good, but that was ended up being 11 to six. You had Joe Flacco and Skylar Thompson. I mean, just to touch on that with Patriots losing Miami was in because there was that three way thing where it was either Miami Steelers or Patriots. Um, So yeah, that happened. And so the Steelers, almost got in so that was i was watching that game pretty heavily because i knew the patriots were going to lose after after the opening kickoff where he runs it down for the touchdown well let's talk about that game patriots bills uh your new england patriots lose 23 to 35 to the now 13 and 3 buffalo bills and oh hey wouldn't you know it casino both the bills and Bengals won this week but because the NFL fucking sucks, uh, Kansas City also won, and now they're the number one seed. And this is what blows my fucking mind. Everybody before this was like, 
oh yeah, we'll just change the uh, AFC championship game to a neutral site. And then it's like, okay, what else do you get if you get the number one seed? You get a first round bye and the other playoff games in your stadium, right? So you get a first round bye, which is an extra week to rest your players late in the season. And then you play the next playoff game at home. Huh, maybe that's also pretty valuable. Like why, uh, this is what I didn't fucking understand last week. Why did the NFL just be like, AFC championship game, it's in neutral. That solves, in a neutral site, that solves all the problems. And it's like, you didn't reward the other two teams with anything. You just gave Kansas City everything and then was like, oh, but, you know, to go to the Super Bowl, you have to play one game away. And it's just like, okay, what about the other two things? Like, and the Bengals organization has obviously come out and bitched about it. I don't think the Bills organization has said anything, but they're probably not fucking happy considering they are one win away from being the number one seed. Like the Bengals, they would still have been, I think the Chiefs would have won. They would have still been the two seed. Or no, they still would have been the three seed regardless, but it also, there was a chance. Again, that the Raiders-Chiefs game is way different if the Chiefs now have to win to assure home field advantage and number one seed, and they're playing with that pressure because they went into the Raiders game with like all this fucking like, oh yeah, who gives a shit? We're a game ahead and let's, there's nothing they can let's do. Let's go to, do ring around the rosy shit. Yeah. I bet they're not fucking doing that shit if it's, you know, if it's a Packers lion situation where Raiders can't get in and they know they can stop Kansas city from getting the number one seed. Like we saw what that kind of motivation against a division rival does. But again, and also I listened to our episode last week. I wanted to clarify one thing, casino. I was saying you, what is it, cancel the the this week and just move it to next week. I, I, I figured out that wouldn't have worked because the Bengals Bills would have had one extra week where they still didn't play a game. So my, so I thought in my head, like, oh, how would I fix what I said last week? Literally do exactly what I said. Play Bengals Bills. You can have this exact week happen next week every give everybody a week off technically the bills and Bengals had like a week off right because they only played for what uh half a quarter you let Bengals bills play again next monday night but you make that game a neutral site so you take the afc championship uh you know whatever it was uh the afc championship dumbass idea you give that to the bills and the Bengals. you make them play like i think they were looking for afc championship game to like go to like the colt stadium so you let Bengals bills play in colt stadium nobody gets the advantage there it's not a division rival it's not somebody they play often right you let them play monday night you do a whole big thing for demar hamlin maybe have him come out there wish both teams the luck you know, uh, shake the team captain's hands, blah, blah, blah. And then you just play the game like you normally would. And then you give them up. Now, Sunday, you have to play this schedule, right? You have to play Bengals. You have to play Ravens, Bills. You have to play Patriots. And then we just go from there. How is that less dumb than just being like these two teams who could get home field advantage and a week off up? 
We don't, we don't want them to play this game again. This game again that if both teams win this week, they will play next week. So again, it's it's fucking dumb. I hate it. I hate it. It would have solved literally all the issues. And now we've created a bunch of other issues because now that whole thing was to avoid the Bills and Bengals playing. Well, Bengals and Bills are going to play now because of how you fucking seeded it. So, and guess what? It's not supposed to be seeded like this. So again, the NFL fucked themselves by trying to not fuck themselves. Ugh. There's your rant for today. (laughs) There's your rant for today. Uh, As far as Bengals or Patriots bills, I mean, that game went how pretty much everybody expected it to. The bills just came out with the emotion of the world on their fucking shoulders, returned the first kickoff for a touchdown at that point did you just throw up your hands and we're like all right it's done yeah we're no, done. I, put, I turned on red zone <laughs> yeah it's like you're not coming back i turned on that. red zone yeah as far and you know what the crazy thing is that was maybe mac jones best game of this season passing interceptions i know but i'm saying before the three interceptions he was playing pretty damn good i don't know yeah, yeah but uh as far it was nice to have Parker back there for a minute because he made a couple good catches and they needed him in those losses that they had that were close games to not even be in that situation. How uh so it's been what three going on three years removed from the Tom Brady era. How close do you think this current iteration of this Patriots team is a way like how close do you think they are to being I wouldn't say Brady level, but contenders in the AFC. Uh, it could be a while. Uh, honestly, they need to actually, they don't have Tom Brady to run the show anymore. They actually need help. The defense is always going to be always going to be strong. The Belichick's Steve Belichick, Bill Belichick. They know how to run that defense, even with not the best defensive players, they can still have a, somewhat of a decent uh, decent defense. Uh, the offense is the issues because they never get weapons. They don't spend money for weapons. They they just don't care about the offense. They're oh, we're a defensive minded team. They need to do something. They're going to get rid of a lot of people. Not making the playoffs is kind of probably a blessing um, for the Patriots organization because I guarantee you, Kraft. Last time the Patriots didn't make the playoffs, Kraft started spending money i think that's going to happen again this time they're not they didn't make the playoffs everybody's pissed start changing everything get yeah. different players in get rid of players start spending money that's oh. i think they're a little ways away is the coaching the issue i don't think the coaching is the issue because i think with what they have the, the team's actually pretty pretty good for what they have also get a real offensive coordinator well, that's what I was going to say. The coaching's good on this staff minus, you know, the offensive coordinator. If you guys get like a legit offensive coordinator, you know, one of the coaches, like get Cliff Kingsbury in there. Why not? He was, he's shown to be, well, probably because he'll go get a college job, but get somebody who's like of that ilk, like an offensive mind who, you know, just wants a year where he's not the face of a franchise and kind of gets to stand up to the side a little. Like I feel like your team could, especially in that division where you never know where you're getting with the jets, the dolphins 
I mean, they, what is it, started seven and three and somehow missed the playoffs. And, you know, obviously that has to do with no, Tua, the but. The Dolphins made the playoffs. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. Uh, the Dolphins, yeah, just, but. But they almost didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. In a division with the Jets and obviously the Bills are, you know, the cream of the crop now. But in the AFC, I feel like anything's possible, right? Like every year you go into the AFC thinking the Chargers are going to be contenders, thinking the Raiders, thinking the Broncos. Why not the Patriots? Because inevitably the Broncos pull what they did. The Raiders have been a dumpster fire our entire lives. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I, feel, I would feel optimistic if I was a Patriots fan. Because, again, it feels like a couple small fixes and, what, you guys get three more wins this season with a competent yeah. offensive coordinator? Like, yeah, then you're in over the Dolphins, and then when you get in the playoffs, who fucking knows? Uh, and, and a quick – just a quick shout-out because we've talked about it. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, over 1,000 yards rushing. Good for him. First, first – uh career over a thousand yards good for him that's awesome to see yeah uh as far as the other noteworthy games let's see that we don't really have to talk about Bengals win against the ravens they're kind of locked in now to the third spot uh vikings beat the bears let's see uh falcons beat the bucks the nothing could really change tom brady was out there for a little bit but then they pulled him uh 49ers demolished the cardinals obviously 49ers game and eagles game is going on at the same time so they had to play their starters uh eagles win in what was an ugly game but people are acting like it was an ugly game because jalen hurts didn't play well if you watch that game the game plan was don't let anyone touch jalen hurts so there was an internal clock in his head and the coaching staff's head where it was like, we're going to make him throw the ball every one second after it snapped. So oh, for sure, there was no running plays. The running plays he did have, he didn't try to go for any extra yards. He either threw it out of bounds or just ran to the, the, uh, uh, the line or whatever. And it was just, yeah, you could tell it was a very, I mean, the game wasn't close until the fourth and then the Giants started to come back and that's, the Eagles had control of this game. Yeah, pretty much the entire time. It was one of the most boring Eagles-Giants games I've ever seen. And it was also, you could tell, the only thing I wanted going into this game, and I said it last podcast, a win and no pro bowlers to get hurt. Nobody got hurt and they got a win. I don't care if it was 6-0. to zero. Uh, whatever, What I wanted to happen happened. Now they are the number one seed in the NFC and the playoffs go through Philly and And also what you wanted to happen happened. What Dallas lost. So let's talk about that. So <laughs> the 49ers and the Eagles took care of business. The 49ers and the Vikings, all three Vikings. all top uh three NFC teams that were still, you know, could get number one seed if Eagles lost, so they had to play their starters, blah 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 blah. What also weirdly happened was the Eagles, pretty much by halftime, you could tell they were winning that game. It wasn't really, people are acting like it was close based on the score. Like it was pretty much garbage time touchdown that made it close. Like there was, there was never a time in this game where I thought, oh, Eagles are losing. It just, you could feel it wasn't happening. Right. Uh, 
As far as the Cowboys, they were playing the same time as the Eagles game with a chance to win the East. And then I believe they would have been the third seed. So they would have jumped up two spots. Right. Uh, They left all their starters in and Dak Prescott throws a terrible, I believe it was pick six, wasn't it? He had an awful game. Awful game. So he was 14 for 37, 128 yards, one touchdown, one interception, played the entire Dobbs game. Did him. Dobbs did better than him. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, now 12 and 5, lose to the 8 8 and 1 Washington Commanders, 26 to 6. And the Commanders were playing Sam Howell in his first career start. Uh, third string quarterback in the world (laughs) yeah well that is so the takeaway from this game obviously the Cedar are both cowboys haters if you love the cowboys literally watch any other sports show and you'll get a 45 minute segment about how good the cowboys are every show now on espn or fox sports has like a former cowboy or a cowboy diehard and it's just like there's 32 teams in the league, but that one fan has to be on every fucking show. So forgive us for breaking the fucking mold of 99 other shows like us having Cowboys diehards. But uh, the the issue coming out of this game, Casino, is the Cowboys played their starters the entire game and were trying to win it. So you can't even do the thing of like, oh, well... You know, they were just trying to get some reps in before the playoffs start. Like, no, they were trying to win this game because if they won it and the Eagles lost, they moved up in playoff positioning. So what do you, if you're a Cowboys fan, how confident are you going into the playoffs where you're playing a team earlier in the year that kind of low-key dominated you and beat you in the Tampa Bay Bucks? I can't wait for Brady to beat him. <laughs> it's it's I think it's gonna happen. I truly do. Well, Tom Brady also seven and zero in his career against the Cowboys, and they're playing in Tampa Bay. This yeah. game Dallas took, Dallas has to travel. Yes, and this game took place at Washington. So the the Cowboys really do look like night and day, and I feel like nobody's talking about it. You, they play the their Cowboys... worst games on the road. Right. Do you think the Cowboys? Well, obviously, because they're not going to get the home, you know, home field calls. Um, do you really think that the Dallas offense is going to be able to go up against this Tampa defense? Well, I actually have the defensive stats pulled up, Casino. So the Tampa Bay Bucks finished the season tenth in yards per game and fourteenth in points per game allowed. So they are top half of the league in terms of defensive stats however you want to phrase it they are one of i believe i saw it somewhere they're dead in the middle when it comes to rush yards allowed per game and they are ninth in pass yards per game so this is a above average defense right so they are almost their top 10 in most against most passing in most passing categories rushing you can run a little on them so but i think when it comes to and we can segue uh we'll go back and talk about the lions and packers in a bit but let's segue right now to the wild card matchups so 
The wild card matchups, the last game, which are they are doing Monday night, is the Cowboys Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, which are we were just talking about 12 and 5 Cowboys at 8 and 9 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you officially we're doing picks now, Casino? Do you officially call the Buccaneers to beat the Cowboys? I call the Bucks to beat the I call the Bucks to win. Yes. Again, I'm not gonna go against Tom Brady until he loses. Until he's out of the league, I'm not going to go against Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, and unless especially it's a, unless it's a, a highly definitive, I know that they're going to lose. Yeah, and this especially one, this one I don't. Well, especially considering we just saw Tom Brady in like I don't really count that last game they played because he was kind of just out there, you know. It looked like kind of making sure there was no rust going into the playoffs. But the last real game we saw him play, he turned it on. It was Tom Brady being Tom Brady, and he fucking lit it up when he had to. That was the thing, right? They needed to win that game. The protection gave him a little bit more time. And he he was was able able to to, score touchdowns. Yeah, because he's able to read the defense, and he can do it. He's going to eat you alive if you give him three seconds. You give him a second and a half, that's tough for any quarterback to to get the ball out. So, yeah, I'm – I'm I'm tired of hearing this narrative of Brady's washed up, Brady's old. Get him out of here. The dude's throwing almost anywhere from 40 to 50 passing attempts a a game. And and that that's just on a young quarterback, that would take a toll on you for a season. Um and then he also has this offensive line that doesn't give him more than three seconds to pass a football. So yeah. And uh, the I can't wait! I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited. I'll be at work for this game. I will have it on. I will have the sound on. <laughs> I have a decent amount of cowboy fans that come to my my work, so I can't wait! Can't wait! Can't wait for that to happen. Uh, my coworker is a Tampa Bay fan, so oh, see there you go. I'm excited for that too. Uh, so to give the Cowboys their due, they are literally right below or right above. Tampa Bay right around that kind of 13 14 12 area when it comes to yards uh per game allowed by pass and just yards total they are however one of the best teams in the league in sacks they are top four in sacks but again are these numbers skewed to the middle of the season when they were just going off right because I don't think anybody has been scared or impressed by the Cowboys defense in what the last month and a half. I mean, they let, you know, Gardner Minshew almost put up 40 points on them. They give up three touchdowns more than their offense can gain against the commanders. They give up 40 points to the Jaguars. They give up 23 points, almost 30 to the Texans. They blow out the Colts and then they almost lose to the Giants, they lose to the Packers, and hold the Vikings to three. So, again, the impressive one on that list is the Vikings game. But other than that, other than that and, like, the Colts game, this hasn't been a defense that has really, you know, done anything in the past uh, two months. Yeah, I I agree with that totally. (laughs) Uh, I'm also... Uh, I am also picking the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's this, and 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 
just to clarify, this is not because you are an Eagles fan and you hate the Cowboys. This is just, I truly think that Tampa's going to beat yeah. the Packers. No, or the Packers, I mean, uh, the, the Cowboys. I hate, I hate both teams. The Cowboys. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, could, could I see the Cowboys winning this game? Absolutely. But if oh, they yeah. lose to it, I'm not going to be shocked. Like, if the Dolphins or Ravens or Seahawks win, I feel like I'll be shocked. If the Cowboys or Bucks win that game, I don't think I'll be surprised either way, unless it's like a blowout either way, which I don't think it will be. Um, let's move, uh, before we go to the rest of the games, Casino, let's move to the one, or I guess last two notable games. Uh, obviously, Seahawks, Rams, Seahawks win to get into the playoffs after the, who had to lose for them to get or no, it was if the Seahawks won, yeah, so it how, knocked how, the Lions out yeah, of the playoffs. So, so how it played out, if Seahawks won, uh, if Seahawks won, Detroit was out regardless. If Seahawks, if Seahawks lost, then Detroit versus Green Bay winner get in, which that's what I was hoping for. And I thought it was going to happen when that Seahawks um, kicker missed and hit the upright. Oh, yeah. I was, I was so excited. I thought that the Rams were going to be able to do it in overtime. Um but did not, and sadly, Detroit's out, and I'm very sad to see Detroit not make it. We talked about it. How awesome, like how awesome would that have been to see Detroit versus number one offense um, throughout multiple times throughout the year versus the number one defense multiple times throughout the year? Yeah, and that would have been just amazing to see. Um, and I also that, feel like it would have been a great game because we've also oh, already seen 49ers Seahawks two times this season. Yeah, 100%. So I'm very excited, though, and very happy for multiple reasons that Detroit beat Green Bay. Detroit beat Green Bay. In Green Bay. No, yeah, in Green Bay. The Lions get a winning season. Fuck off. <laughs> it's so great. I'm so happy for them. Um, yeah. All these Lions haters out there just because they're the Lions. They played a really good game and in Lambeau and man is Rogers hurting after this one. Um, but well, I'm happy also, they lost. is this, can we finally kill the narrative that Aaron Rodgers is at all clutch? Like there's oh, a difference between clutch and throwing a hail Mary and your guy catching it. Those are not the same things. Oh, 100%. 100%. I totally agree with that. Um, he, the Packers have a history of that. Brett Favre did that as well. And uh, I always made fun of it where it's like, he closes his eyes and throws the football mm -hmm. that, and somehow the receivers catch it. That's what Rogers has had multiple times throughout his career. Is he good um, at it? Absolutely. We're not saying he isn't, but stop. Uh, I always see people saying Rogers is clutch because of those. Those are two yeah. separate things. 100%. We've um, seen Rodgers how many times in these must-win games to either get into the playoffs or scenarios in the playoffs where it's like, okay, the ball's in Rodgers' hands. All he has to do is, you know, go and score a touchdown or set him up for a field goal, and then he just shits the bed. There's a reason he is has only won one Super Bowl, and he's only won one Super Bowl ooh. and kind of not been close. Like so. Uh, I got breaking news from Bleacher Report. Um, my brother just sent me this. Uh, apparently, Cardinals plan to trade Hopkins in the offseason. Whoa. That's huge. As we yeah. uh, 
uh, I don't even think we're going to touch on it, but we can now, or I think I already did mention it a little, but Cliff Kingsbury, after that article we read, I think it was last episode where there was turmoil between him and Murray. They decided to fire him after I believe four seasons. Uh, I said, maybe he goes to the Patriots. He probably goes back to college, gets a head coaching job, but yeah. Hopkins is out. I will tell give, give give us Hopkins, please. Just give give the Patriots something. <laughs> uh, anyway, so woo news. Uh, so going back to the Green Bay game, another reason I'm happy Green Bay lost is that we just had a player injured really bad last week, and then you have number ninety uh, Jaron Reed come up and elbow the dude while he was on the ground, elbowed him to the head. Yeah, there like, was a I, bunch of. Shit I'm surprised like that. that he didn't get thrown out. But then also you have the Packers player. Um, uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Quay Walker uh, pushing one of the trainers for uh, for the Lions. And I people are so dumb. I see them saying, oh, well, the trainer put his hands on him first and try to get him out of the way. Yeah, that's his fucking job. <laughs> his, job <laughs> yeah. is, his job is to get. Why is why is Walker standing right there? He should be away from that that's not his teammate that's and even if it was his teammate back up you're not yeah. a medical so he can get you help don't know what the hell you're doing get yeah. the fuck out of the way that seems so, yeah. weird and then he pushes him in the back like was it an egregious push no it wasn't but this is the second time that he's pushed and laid hands on an opposing team staff member yeah this season and i i i laughed when i was reading his apologies <laughs> about it. it his tweet apologies about it it's bullshit absolute bullshit oh yeah i just need to be better i know that i, I shouldn't be doing that you know especially since this is now the second time and he kept reiterating the second time because he obviously if he just said oh you know i just need to be better everybody was like well you've already done it once this year so he kept yeah. bringing up oh i've already done it once this year himself but he was laying it on thick that he had already done it and that he needs to be better just fucking don't do it do you so let me ask this do That's you think the Packers weird... cut him no, because he's a first-round pick. They'll, they made him issue an apology. I'm sure somebody on the team talked to him. They're hoping it'll blow over in the well, offseason, which it most definitely will. And then, like the Mac Jones dirty hit narrative, everybody will forget about it and won't bring it up unless something like that happens again. And then it'll be like, why does this guy keep doing this? And then it'll be a story for a week, and then we'll forget about it. That's just how the news cycle not only sports, that's just how news cycles work. So they won't cut him. No, The Packers aren't in the playoffs. Nobody will talk about the Packers in uh, in the offseason except for when it comes to, you know, will Aaron Rodgers retire? Will he not come back? I think I speak for you and me when I say I neither of us give a shit. If he comes back, if he doesn't, if he goes to another team, we'll talk about it when it happens, but I don't want to be one of these podcasts that is just like, is Aaron Rodgers retiring? Like the whole Brett, the, the most ironic part of this whole thing is Aaron Rodgers the past couple of years has transformed into the very thing he hated the most, which is Brett Favre because oh, yeah. they That's hated right. each other when they were together. Uh, you could clearly tell Aaron Rodgers the couple years after that would always just take subtle digs and not so subtle digs at Brett Favre and how he handled the whole Packers thing. And now he is doing the exact same thing to the organization and Jordan Love. Uh, if he does leave, 
I'm assuming he goes to the handful of teams everybody thinks Brady's going to go to. You know, you have Tennessee, you have the Raiders, you have the Colts. Like, it's the same people, it's the same teams. And if he does go to that, we'll talk about when it happens. But I think this is all the speculation I'm going to do on it because, to be honest, I don't care. I think he's done. And maybe he retires. And again, we'll talk about it when it when it happens. Anything to add on that, Casino? No, not at all. Uh, um, last game, and then we'll yeah, go, go to the wild cards and just stick over there. Uh, the Chargers-Broncos game, the score doesn't matter because neither of these teams could change anything. The Broncos winning uh, doesn't matter because they don't have a first-round pick yeah. as it is. Herbert only played three quarters. Uh, that was my question. Why it didn't this game didn't matter to the Chargers at all, right? It nothing them winning or losing does not change their draft status. They gain nothing from it. Why is Staley their uh coach? Why is he starting any starters, especially the franchise's you know most valuable asset? Maybe since, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson or that era of Chargers football, why the fuck does he have Justin Herbert out there against one of the hardest hitting defenses in the league? I don't know. Well, and then they lose. Why was Tom Brady out there for two quarters? Again, I have no fucking idea. Uh, Mike Williams gets carted off the field. So, again, worst possible situation happens where they lose a wide receiver in a meaningless game that he didn't need to play in. Uh, What is it? There was another, I think, offensive lineman or defensive lineman that also got hurt in that game. Again, dumb, dumb shit. Uh, but let's transition to what I think, and I've already said, I think is the best wide wild card game this week. Chargers at Jaguars, uh, Saturday night, 10 and seven, Los Angeles chargers at nine and eight Jacksonville Jaguars. Who you got in this one casino? This is going to be a fun one. Um, ah, man, I am going to roll with. The charge. Oh man, I don't know. Give me a second on this one. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna roll with the Chargers on this one. I just like. Yes, I know that they lost. They lost them, but I still, I still put Herbert to play better when he needs to win a game. He'll win a game over over Lawrence. That's that's just it. Uh, this is gonna actually be a fun game to watch. Um, as you you already kind of said, probably the only notable fun uh wild card game maybe besides so, cowboys bucks like those two seem like the standout right. games where it's say, like who's gonna win cowboys bucks but i mean i don't know i guess minnesota and giants is a little intriguing but eh, i don't know i don't know but th- this game should be fun because i feel like these are these two teams are almost the exact same team um yeah so yeah, I don't know. And uh, I just found it here. Uh, Rashawn Slater was the one who was also injured in this game. The offensive lineman, he will return to practice this week, but is already ruled out against the Jaguars. So great job, Chargers organization. You lost your second best wide receiver and maybe your best offensive lineman in the game. So a game you didn't play. And are you going to pick? Char- are you going to pick Jaguars? I am picking the Jaguars, actually. 
Because I feel like looking at the slate of wildcard games, there always has to be that one game where everybody's like, kind of like that team won against that game or that team, right? Last year, it was uh, the Bengals kept beating everybody that everybody was like, no way the Bengals win this game. I think the Jaguars are the team where, especially considering how shitty they looked against the Titans and still pulled it out, I feel like everybody all the money everything's going to be on the chargers and then it's going to be the jaguars pull it out in the end and everybody's kind of like how did they win blah 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 (laughs) my son came in here making dinosaur noises uh but i so i am if he would have made jaguar noises coming in that would have been crazy but i do think the jaguars pull this game off uh, I really think this is c- maybe the only upset unless you consider the Giants beating the Vikings as being an upset, but I don't know. The other Saturday, so we have two Saturdays, three Sundays, one Monday. The other Saturday earlier in the day game is the S- Seahawks uh, miraculously winning with some of the worst officiating I've ever seen in a game against the Rams. Uh, nine and eight Seahawks at 13 and four San Francisco 49ers. Isn't the line on this game like 10 and a half or something fucking crazy like that? Uh, I had just backed out of it. Oops. Uh, yeah, I think you're, you're pretty spot on right there. Uh, nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, so any chance casino, any chance the Seahawks win this game? No, None. I don't. Zero. I don't think so either. I would. I also, would honestly. Fun fact, uh, you, you, you know, we're talking about that, and we're saying that Chargers Jacksonville. It's a pick'em right now. It's a what? It's a pick'em for Jacksonville Chargers. Yeah, yeah. as of current, I could right see now. that. Yeah, like you said, those two teams seem very similar to me, but. Yeah, I think this is maybe the worst playoff game on the slate because we've seen it twice this season and both games weren't even close to begin with. So the only, I guess, saving grace if you're a Seahawks fan is it's really hard to beat the same team three times in the same season. Like that's maybe what you're holding your head off on but or your hat on, but I mean, Seahawks go into 49ers and beat them. I don't think there would be a more shocking result this offseason than that happening. This is the game I feel like I would lock in like 49ers win by three scores. Uh, Let's move on to just another, the Sunday slate, which are rough, man. Uh, Yeah, this is a rough one. I think the the Giants... Minnesota is probably going to be the only decent one. Yeah. Uh, nine and eight Miami Dolphins at 13 and three Buffalo Bills. Who the fuck knows who's going to start for this Dolphins team at quarterback? I'm assuming Bridgewater will be back. There's a chance to a plays. I doubt it. But then there's Skylar Thompson. So we're going to see a third string quarterback against what some people I think maybe us included think is the best team in this playoffs, which is the Buffalo bills. You know, you could say Buffalo, you could say Cincinnati, you could say chiefs, you could say Eagles. They're at least in the mix as one of the best, most complete teams in the playoffs. Again, I, what I, I, I think these play I, the, the top five to six teams in the playoffs this year are, this is going to be fun. 
Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be fun after we get past this weekend, right? This weekend seems like the appetizer for like the real meal. And most years it doesn't feel like that. I feel like this is one of the worst wild card weekends. They added the 17. Yeah. They added the shitty 17. Well, they all, and also like, all the good teams that could maybe be threats are dealing with like really significant injuries. Like the next game we're going to talk about, which is Ravens Bengals. Like is Lamar Jackson playing in this game? I think there's reports that he wants to, or he could, but I don't know. Uh, Also the news breaking as of one hour ago is do uh, a bunch of, Cincinnati Bengals websites are running uh, articles about did the Ravens play dirty in their last game because the Bengals and Ravens just played. And then if the Ravens would have beat them, there would have been like a uh, coin flip or something like that. I don't know. Oh, which, Again, by the way, when, when Cincy scored their first touchdown this last weekend, the player pulls out a coin and flips it in the end zone. Phenomenal. <laughs> did you end up watching that clip? I did. I like, uh, I love when divisional rivals uh, uh, troll each other. Like the Cowboys Eagles game, uh, Devontae Smith acted like he put a ski mask on and then started acting like he was stealing presents from that uh, Salvation Army, you know, thing the Cowboys always like jump into. Uh, Just when it's good, it's good. And that was good. The Cincinnati one was good. if the if Lamar Jackson plays, I don't even feel like I'd either have any more hope in the Ravens because again, he's not played for almost two months. So I don't think you can not play for two months and then come in against one of the best defenses in the league and yeah, hope they, to put they're up not points. Let him run all over. They're not going to let him run. Yeah, again, his we've talked about it. his passing game is decent, but he's got to be able to have a good run game to. Obviously, you know, that's how that works. Good running game gives you a good pass game. Good pass game gives you a good run game back and forth. But his pass game isn't elite elite. So you need to have a good run game. But if they're just going to stop that and force you to throw, he's not going to, he wouldn't be able to do it. Not enough to win. He would be fine, but not enough to win. So the real, and the real story, even if Lamar Jackson plays, the real story is going to be Joe Burrow against this Ravens defense. Uh, Ravens defense, a top 10 defense in the league. They just signed Roquan Smith to a $100 million deal right before we started this podcast. So congrats to him for getting the wow. bag, as the kids say. Uh, but yeah, ever since he's that came, that is what they say. They also say no cap or cap. That means lying or where, not lying. Where, where, okay, so where did cap come from? Little little I, segment. Where did that come from? I have no idea. Like, My son so and his eleven year old nephews say it all the time. Slap and cap. Yeah. So slap is bad and cap is good. No, no, cap is bad. If if something slaps, it's good. Like this is really good, so it slaps. Okay, yeah. So I've heard that plenty before. Like, if you're slaps. lying, you're capping. You have you're doing cap. But, so where did cap though come? Like why I have no cap? idea. No cap casino, I don't know. And no cap means you're not lying. <laughs> so so no cap. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, they don't. And right there, we just got all the young demographic we need. Right there, we got all the 10 to 16-year-olds. I don't know. I don't know who says cap. I know my 10-year-old does. Uh, but backhand him. 
<laughs> the next time he says that in front of me, I'm just gonna, just gonna say. I'm gonna You'll see him this him Sunday. But oh yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. That's right. Uh, yeah, this but... Sunday. <laughs> uh, I oh, so we also to get back on track here. No cap. Let's get back on track. Uh, we are, uh, we're both picking the Bengals. We're both picking the Bills. We're both picking the 49ers. We're split on Chargers, Jags, and then we're split. Or no, we both think Bucks will win. This is the game I am most interested to talk to you about The and why I saved it for last. The New York Giants at 9-7-1 go to Minnesota 13-4. and Uh... So the the Vikings last time these two teams played had to hit a 60 plus yard field goal to win. The Vikings have miraculously like the worst margin of victory in the history of the NFL in terms of we also did that thing where if all one score games flipped, the Vikings would have won like one game or something crazy like that. Uh Nobody believes in the Vikings. I've heard and listened to a lot of shows talking about how the Giants are maybe the best team in the playoffs nobody's talking about. Where do you come on this side of the argument, Casino? I can see what they're saying about, about the Giants. Um, again, they just showed they played the Eagles tough when I still think the Eagles you know, are a Super Bowl contender. So, man, I just don't want to give up on the Vikings. I, I but they are such a hit or miss team. It comes down to which team shows up, which team shows up, because you can have that team that comes out and is a Super Bowl, Super Bowl team. You have that team. Um, so I don't know. Um, this one is a tough one. I'm just gonna go Minnesota because it is in Minnesota, a little tiny soda. Um, <laughs> But if I would I be shocked if the Giants win this game? None. I would not. They have every potential to win this game. But I think that the Minnesota Vikings are going to pull it off in Minnesota, even if it has. Why do I have to say it like that? Why can't I just say Minnesota? <laughs> you um, started this podcast cultural appropriating Jamaica. Now it's Minnesota. If we don't get canceled, you know. That's why we won't have a second episode this week. I, I turn into what I'm wearing and what I'm talking about. It's just what it is. <laughs> you should see me when I go over to when I've been over to England a few times, or if I go, oh god, it's bad. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it, it's bad. Also, it's you just, and your blackface. I mean, just the worst. Uh, accents. <laughs> well, that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> Casino's never done blackface that I know of. I've never done blackface. I do know that. So. If you can find a picture out there, I'd be shocked. Shocked. Yeah, for me, because I know I've never done it. For Casino, I'd be like 20% shocked. All right, keep going, 20% Casino. 20% shocked, yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks for the, the high praise there. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. So, yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think Tiny Soda is going to win this one. Um, I think Jefferson is still having the, – an insane season and i think that he's going to do enough even if it is like another um you know crazy ending like vikings had that uh, the other year or if it's another 60 yard field goal whatever it could be i think the vikings will pull it off barely i think the minus three is damn accurate it may yeah. come down to just a field goal they may be tied going into the last 30 seconds of this game so 
I'm going Vikings because they're at home, and I've seen wild things happen in Minnesota with yeah. playoffs. So that that that's all I'm uh, that's all I'm going to say. Well, we know this game ends one of two ways. It ends in a close game that comes down to the final play, which we know Minnesota wins those games, right? I don't think they've lost one this week. Or it's going to be a blowout where the Giants win by four touchdowns. Those are the only two games the Vikings play. They either get rolled on or they barely squeak out a victory. Which one happens? I have no fucking idea, but I'm picking the Giants And as an Eagles fan, the three teams I'm legitimately scared to play in the playoffs are number one 49ers by a large margin, right? Like, they just look like the most complete team. Yeah. Well, in the NFC I'm talking about. Yeah. They are number one. Giants are number two. And Giants are number two only because, again, like I was saying with Seahawks 49ers, it's really hard to beat a team three times in the same season. When you've already seen them twice, the first time the Eagles blew them out, second game, the Giants uh, played them tough. I'm not going to say that game wasn't tough and it was with backups. So, Again, maybe they did that because they were hiding what they actually had a second time around with the Eagles. But again, they're a well-coached team. They're hard-hitting. They play tough. They know what they are, and they play to their strengths. I would be scared to play the Giants. And then the third team I would be scared about would be to play the Bucks. They beat the Eagles last year. It's Tom Brady in the playoffs. Like, how would you not be scared of that? Uh, yeah, the other... Uh, the Cowboys, Vikings, uh, Seahawks, neither. I mean, obviously I'm scared when my team plays anybody in the playoffs, but I would prefer to play those three teams compared to the three teams I just mentioned. So I'm picking the Giants, which would mean that they would go to Philadelphia next week and then I would be scared to pick them. But I actually sent you a message that I'm going to pull up, Casino. And mm. do you disagree with the message I sent you, which is dream scenario for next week would be 49ers versus Vikings and Eagles versus Tampa in terms of like storyline and matchups. When did, oh, oh yeah. You sent me a lot of shit. I just, I just don't look at it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pulling it up now. So yeah, dream scenario for next week, 49ers for Vikings, Eagles versus Tampa. Oh, it's so like the week after. Yeah. Yeah. For, for after wildcard for the divisional round. Do you think those would be the best matchups, like the, like outside of who we think is going to win and all that kind of stuff? What do you think would be the most interesting matchups for next week that could happen? If if the what you have given to me, if if it turns out this way, uh, um, Bills Bengals definitely, and then uh, Eagles Tampa because Niners and Vikings. I think the Niners would destroy that. But yeah, Bills, Bengals, and Eagles, Tampa because I like Tom. You know, I I like Tom Brady, and I like to see what that that team will do. He's different. He's a different guy in the playoffs. But yeah, man, Bills, Bengals. I well, I then on the flip side, AFC. I don't think there's anybody who would disagree with Chargers, Chiefs for the third time, and then Bills, Bengals for the second time. So. 
getting that buzz too yes our group chat is calling us right now yeah We're actually and it's funny it's the guy that we want on the, the podcast all the time so i'm gonna join this video call <laughs> wow live on the air oh jeff jeff you are live you are live say hi to the fans you are live on the podcast <laughs> there Jeff's he is face. there he is that's our man <laughs> Oh man, now we got Tom. Oh, this is this is live. Oh on wow, the podcast, Tommy's on friends. the podcast. This is fantastic. what's going on, Tommy. <laughs> Wearing a All beanie. Right. He's taking your beanie game. Oh, all right. I'm the only one that can wear a beanie right now, sir. This is fantastic. But could you uh, could you hang up on him so we can finish the podcast? Yeah, okay, right <laughs> um, that was fun. That was fun though. I like. Yeah, our first two guests on the podcast. There you go. Um, but... if you want to cut that out, you can cut that out, but no, no, I think that's, that's staying in. They're beautiful they faces, are staying the podcast. In. yeah, to see what part they were they came in at. But yeah, in terms of that was fantastic, <laughs> you're, you're mad at me now, it's fine. No, no, I like that. I'm glad they got to be on the podcast. We've been saying they would be the first two on the podcast, and now they were. There you go, but Fair enough, <laughs> but yeah. So how Much do you see than yours? <laughs> how do you see these playoffs playing out, Casino? Let's go from the wild card. Who do you think makes it to the Super Bowl, NFC, AFC? Just right now. Right now? If you had to uh, right bet now, your money on it. Bill's Eagles. Bill's Eagles would be your choice. Yeah. I and do then if it wasn't the if it wasn't Bill's Eagles, if it's not Bill's Eagles, it's gonna be Bengals Niners. Ooh, that's interesting. And you know what? I had it written down right here. My exact two choices of what I think the matchups will be. I think, I really do think Bengals, they just feel like a better team than they were last year. And they were good enough last year to get to the playoffs. I don't think either the Bills or Chiefs want to play the Bengals. I feel like the Chiefs would much rather play the Bills because they know they can beat them. The Chiefs, definitely don't want to play the Bengals because they've never beat Joe Burrow and he just does just enough in those games to win and they also have that confidence of the Chiefs interestingly enough neither of us have the Chiefs go into the playoffs so who do you think they lose to man I, I, I whoever they have to play against man I whether I mean they'll say your scenario keeps playing out and uh, they have to play the Chargers after the wild card round, you know, or, or you know, if it's not the Chargers, um, and it's uh, oh my gosh, who would uh, the Jaguars? Yeah, if it's the Jaguars, Chiefs are going to be either one of those teams. So I see them losing to either the Bills or the Bengals. I, I really do. Yep. Bang, I mean, the Bengals have their number. They know how to play that team. Uh, everybody says it's hard to beat a team three times. Well, this would be four times. They've already done that three times. Just might as well keep it rolling. Yeah, um, I mean, hell, the Patriots and there's a couple other teams that have, but I know the Patriots won off head, um, offhand that they've beaten the uh, Jets 14 times in a row. Like it, it is possible to beat a team. Yes, the Jets aren't the same caliber, but you know it, it's tough to do that in the NFL. Um, so, so I just still think that they would lose to either the Bills or the Bengals. I would if I had to put money on it, which I don't bet. If I was putting money on it, money on it, that's what would happen: is Bills or Bengals, whoever wins that game, if it comes down to those two teams, they're going to beat the Chiefs. They're going to beat the Chiefs, even, even though that 
even okay. though it's played at a neutral site and all that shit, they'll have to they'll still have to beat the Chiefs. And that, and we talked about it last episode. That's actually going to help the away team. Like, yeah, it's it's not ideal. You're not playing in your arena, but your stadium, but you're not playing in the opposing stadium. Yep. I would not want to play to Arrowhead. Anytime the Patriots no. had to go play in Arrowhead, I'm I'm scared shitless of yeah. that stadium. One of the hardest well, overall, ones to play. I, in. I'd rather I'd rather play in Buffalo. I'd rather play in Miami, even though the Patriots always have sucked in Miami. I don't like just talking about individual stuff, but I would not. I get scared even before the Chiefs were good. I got scared of the Patriots playing in Arrowhead because that place is just a loud, noisy, scary place to play. Yeah. And uh, I think the dream scenario for if we're just going like what everyone wants to see from both sides, I think either really in the AFC, I think Chiefs versus either Bengals or Bills in, you know, a neutral site. I think that's what everybody wants to see. You know, you either want to see the rematch from last year where the Chiefs beat them or that divisional round game. You want to see the rematch of, you know, Mahomes and Josh Allen in the playoffs. I think on the NFC side, I mean, is there any other scenario, you know, if you're not a fan of one of the teams in the NFC, if you're just like a fan of football games, is there any game outside of Eagles 49ers that people want to see? I don't think that's so. Gonna the, that's going to be the NFC Championship game. I'd be shocked if it's not. Yeah, I would be too. And I am shitting bricks thinking about that game because, <laughs> as I said, the Niners are the one team that scares me. So I will be rooting with all my heart for the 49ers to lose, even though I don't so hate I, the 49ers. I always like the neither, 49ers. Neither do I. And that's what it's still like. Say it comes down, just say it comes down to either. Um, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs out of it. I'm not going to root for the Chiefs. If the Chiefs get through, I'm either rooting for the Niners or the Eagles. I'm not a Chiefs fan. Yeah. I I, 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 and, and I don't dislike it. I like Andy Reid a lot. I like Mahomes a lot. I like that team, but since the Patriots have always had to deal with them, I'm not – they're not the team I want to see win a Super Bowl. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. I want to see the Bills or the Bengals win this Super Bowl. I, I really do. I want to with who's left in it. I want to see one of those two teams win. No hate against your Eagles. No hate against the Niners. I mean, I hate your Eagles, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and it's not. And I don't want the Bills to win just because what happened with Hamlin. I've talked about it. I want all all season long, all podcasts since we've started this thing. I have a lot of friends who are Bills fans. I want that organization to do to win. Like my friends, I'm sure would do what happened when you your team one just oh yeah break down um and then also i i love joey b he's he is my favorite player that is our you know he's younger than us but like our generation generational player like that's the player that I, he's one of my top top three players i want to see him keep progressing i like how he plays in the nfl um so i, I would be really excited to uh whether it's if it came down to those four teams. it's really sad that the scenario i don't think there's a scenario where it would end up being um if i looked at it right and i know you have your scenarios where it would be Bengals bills for um the afc championship game i don't think that's no no they play in the divisional round if both win this weekend yeah they would so have, yeah, so so uh, yeah, it, it's it's sad i would love to see that be the afc championship game but yeah 
but it can't happen. Uh, but um, I agree with everything you just said. Obviously, I'm rooting for my Eagles. If my Eagles don't make it, and I say this every year, if my Eagles don't make it to the Super Bowl, I always want to see a team win that hasn't won a Super Bowl before, right? And there is... 12 current NFL franchises who have never won a Super Bowl. The Vikings are one of them, so they're in the playoffs. Uh, the Bills are one of them. The Bengals are one of them. Uh, the Chargers are one of them. And then the Jaguars are one of them. So currently we have five teams in the playoffs right now who have never won a Super Bowl, who have a chance this year to win their first. So obviously I think we would say probably Bills, Bengals, Vikings are the ones who have like legitimate, legitimate shots. shots. Yeah. I think the Jaguars and Chargers, I mean, maybe the Chargers, you know, get hot and, you know, go through the playoffs. But yeah, it's, uh, I really do feel like wild card, unless there's some crazy good games, I don't think it'll be a good weekend of football. But I don't think, I think divisional round might be one of the best rounds of, you know, matchups and football we've maybe ever seen. Like that just looks like a, Great, great week of football, but we have to get through this one first. Uh, I have to leave to go pick up my son in about 20 minutes casino. So let's touch on hockey and basketball real quick and then wrap this bitch up. Yeah, so I mean, I'll just run through hockey real quick if you're cool with that. Yes, sir. Um, so we have pretty much now reached the halfway point. Um, some teams are a little less than that. Some teams are a little more than that. Um, things have... S- slightly moved a little bit but it it has been a fun fun hockey season um this year there's a lot of records being tracked um a lot of teams just crushing it so let's start off over in the eastern again the bruins they are the best team in hockey hands down they are president cup winners which if you don't know what that means um the president cup means you have the best record out of any team through the entire league after the regular season um, but that doesn't always bode well. There's a lot of, especially lately, President <laughs> Cup winners, they get knocked down the first round or the second round. But I've watched a good portion of the Bruins games because they are my first love, my second team. Um, and they are crushing. They have played 40 games, so they're one game shy of being halfway through the season, and they have 68 points. The closest person in their division, in the Atlantic division, is the Maple Leafs with 57 points, and they've played one extra game. It is absolutely Bruins have lost four games this year, 32, four and four. That's it. They've lost eight games. It's insane. So four of those are an OT. So they did get four points total out of all of that, but it's absolutely bonkers. Um, But yeah, the Atlantic division, you got the Bruins, Maple Leafs and lightning. Um, Maple Leafs have kind of gone on a really good stretch here, even though they uh, lightning have a few games in hand to catch them. Even if they won their next three, they still wouldn't catch the Maple Leafs. That's how much that Atlantic division is pretty much just set. Those three, um, one of those three teams would have to have a major downfall of a year to not make it. Um, and then in the Metropolitan, finally the Hurricanes, the team that a lot of people thought as cup contenders or they were the favorites to start the year. The Canes are sitting at the top of the Metropolitan Um with 57 points and they're above the devils. And then really after that, it's, it's kind of a, a fight, a dog fight between the penguins, Rangers and capitals. Um, and even throwing the Islanders there to get that last third spot 
um, which is pretty intriguing to watch. But the Metropolitan Division is they're just beating the hell out of each other. Um, over in the Western side of things, uh, I'm really excited about this. Cause, oh, oh, I am going to a game in two weekends. I think it is in two weekends. Um, I'm going to the the Golden Knights versus um, ah, the Golden. Sorry, the Golden Knights versus uh, the Capitals. Um, nice. My which, uh, my one year old. Fun one. My one year old who turns two tomorrow. We're recording this on Tuesday. His birthday is Wednesday. He went to his first Golden Knights game uh, Saturday, where they got their dicks kicked in by the Kings. So yes, they did. That was nice. Was it, was it seven one? Uh, five to one. And oh. yeah, he hated it. So maybe we're going to have to wait a little older until we take him to another hockey game. Yeah. Um, like I told you, I, we took Michaela and we barely got through the first portion of the, the game. And then it was like, yeah, yeah. Over. But anyway, so now moving over to the central, the abs have dropped now a bit, um, kind of the same scenario. You've kind of got the two top teams and then you got a whole bunch of people fighting. So the stars, the jets, I'm, I am seeing the stars versus nice in, in February which I am excited for that because that's going to be two division leaders Ooh. most likely um, because the Golden Knights have been slipping a little bit as of late, but they are very injury prone. So moving now into the Pacific, the Golden Knights, they've only played 42 games. They are sitting at the top of the table with 56 points. The Kings, even though they did, as you said, get their dicks kicked in, teeth kicked no, in. No, kick dicks in. They kick, kick dicks in. Yeah, there it is. Whatever it is. Um, yeah. But – but Golden Knights still have two games in hand on them, um, with two already being two points ahead. Um, but the the big one is the Kraken. They have uh, they have five games in hand to the Kings and three games in hand to the Knights, and they're sitting at uh, fifty points. So if they win their next three games straight, they're tied at the top of the division. And actually, I think they would hop the Knights because they have um, they have the win over them um, this year. Damn. So the Kraken are the surprise team out of the pacific and one of the surprising teams out of the entire uh nhl and the flames and oilers still just haven't been able to get their shit figured out um at least at least they're not the ducks or the blackhawks because those teams are awful um <laughs> you're still still on that ov watch um he's still crushing it uh i think his current number let me get it up um ovechkin his current number 800 yeah so he's he's keeps he's actually scoring a shit ton this year he keeps crawling up um the the list yeah i'm not gonna be able to find it it's my my internet's starting to be a little slow i don't know what his exact number is but um i know he's been getting close he's still trying to reach that 894 wayne gretzky number um which i still think he could do it not this season because that means he would have one of the best scoring seasons ever but in the next two seasons after this he's going to beat Gretzky's number before he re retires so damn damn it's fun to it's it's fun to watch those games with with Ovechkin even though um obviously I'm not a big fan of him because the Knights lost to the Capitals uh but he's a hell of a player and what he's doing is phenomenal so it is exciting to keep watching his uh his goal count go up um we have the all-star break coming up here um we don't have have time to really do the snubs and all of that because we haven't really got into the hockey this season yet <coughs> about players 
um we could do a, a special segment on that here in the next few weeks but um that's pretty much it on hockey uh yeah for now that's the quick version obviously there's a lot of other news that i didn't touch on but well and uh with the football trying with the football season kind of coming to a close here, obviously the college football finale was last night, and then the NFL finale will be, what, in a month, three weeks? Yeah. Uh, we're going to start transitioning the show to talking more, I guess, in-depth about, you know, hockey and basketball. So, you know, we're still going to throw some football in there when there's news, but obviously when there's no games, you know, that content becomes less sparse but we want to keep the podcast going so we're going to talk more sports that aren't football so if you like that great if you don't like it maybe you like us enough to stay and listen to that uh just because you like our sultry tones uh as far as the nba the crazy thing that happened actually before our last podcast we just didn't have time to talk about it was donovan mitchell of the cleveland cavaliers scored the most points in the NFL in a game since Kobe Bryant. You mean uh, NBA. What did I say? NFL. Yes, I'm sorry. That would be crazy if he scored the most points in the NFL because he doesn't even play in there. But he does play in the NBA. No, because the, the most points scored in the NFL goes to the great, great, great kicker, Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri. Yes, it does. I love and it. this I love one uh, <laughs> uh, on Monday night. Donovan Mitchell scored 71 points, which is the most, you know, since 2006, where it was Kobe with his famous 81, the second most points in NBA history. Will Chamberlain still number one with a record that I don't think will ever be even close to being touched, which is 100 points. And it's fucking crazy. But yeah, Donovan Mitchell, 71 points, uh, 55 points after halftime, which was tied with Kobe Bryant for the most points by any player over the past 25 years. He made 20 free throws. He also had 11 assists and eight rebounds. Just crazy, crazy stat line. Uh, so shout out to Donovan Mitchell. And the team that I've weirdly been rooting for this year, even though they're in the same uh, conference as my team, which my team is obviously the Sixers, but the Cleveland Cavaliers are like, fun to watch i kind of called my shot at the beginning of the season and they've uh been i don't know like going with uh best case scenario of what i thought they would be uh the celtics still remain on top but they've kind of wavered a bit and now it feels like here well, come the won, nets don't they have a, a like a long win streak currently no they i mean they've only won three in a row but the game they did lose, and I will pull it up right now, they got their dicks kicked in by the Thunder, where the Thunder beat them 150 to 117 was their yeah, last that was, lost. That was I mean, uh one one for the history books. Um they've lost they lost that same amount of point difference. It was like nineteen seventy or something like that. And then like in seventy nine, uh, roughly. I know they were both in the seventies. 70s was the last time i think it was the 70s or 50s. they lost by that big of a margin yeah th yeah so this was this they tied the second margin where they got their dicks kicked in yeah so they uh but since then they've been good well, not margin uh let let them score that many points sorry yeah 
So since then, they've been good, but they play the Nets followed by, or I believe the Pelicans followed by the Nets. The Nets right now are second behind them, a game and a half back. Then the Bucks, then the Cavaliers, then the 76ers. Those are the top five in the East right now, all jockeying for position. Uh, Sixers within four games, Cavaliers within three, but it really is a three-team race between the Bucks, the Nets, and the Celtics. Celtics obviously still on top. Uh, the the rest of the East is kind of Pacers, Knicks, Heat, Hawks, Bulls are all in that second tier of teams, and they just feel like oh, I gotta know. go the West here. All right, uh, let me finish up Western, right. and then we'll head out of here. Or are you dipping out, Casino? Yeah, I gotta dip out. All right, we'll Sorry, see you uh, Thursday for next episode. Yep, and also take a good look at this view because it's switching. All right. I'm going to switch it next time. Nice beanie, right. Casino. Yep, there it goes. Nice. Parkings. Bye. <laughs> All right. Told you. See you. Crazy. Uh, last, uh, I'll do last couple minutes right here. Just talk about the West. So the West, we have the Nuggets and Grizzlies tied at the top. The uh, Grizzlies, obviously, with Morant. The Nuggets, obviously, with, why am I forgetting his name? Sorry, the screen changing just messed that up for me. But obviously, with uh, Jokic. Still a name I don't know if I'm saying right, even though I've heard other people say it, and it just sounds wrong to me. But Nuggets and Grizzlies up top. Up. And then we had Pelicans, Mavericks, Kings, Warriors, Clippers, Suns. Warriors and Suns play tonight. Obviously, recording this on Tuesday. They play Tuesday night, return of Seth Curry. So we'll see how, you know, how he plays and how this team rallies around his return. The West is a lot more wide open. It seems nuggets and Grizzlies on top. Doesn't even really seem like they're the best teams. They kind of just have the best record in the West. The West definitely feels much more wide open. I mean, the East, what you went down to the sixth or seventh team and those teams were 10 games back. You have to go to the bottom two teams to get that wide a margin on the West side to equate how big of the gap is from the East, from the best to the worst team in the West. Everybody, it appears is within eight games, which, you know, we see a lot of streaks right now. The Grizzlies are on a seven game win streak. So it could click in for really any of these teams. Lakers are still 1922 uh they're the 12th in the west right now but i mean they're what three games back from being at 500 which would put them like ninth so yeah nba like casino was saying hockey's at the midway point the uh nba is about to be at their halfway point and then where it kicks into gears both those obviously after the halftime break so or the all-star break i'm sorry but yeah as I said earlier, we'll get more into NBA and NHL more in depth once football, you know, leaves our screens and we can talk more about those in depth. So I'll definitely, and when football ends, that's when I switch to NBA mode and start, I guess, paying more attention, watching more games, even though I watch a fair amount now, but you know, then it becomes the only thing to watch and like focus on and blah, 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 blah. So this has been the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That was Casino. Uh, follow us on YouTube, the only sports podcast on Twitter. I was tweeting uh Sunday night or Sunday afternoons Eagles game. I'll tweet every once in a while. Casino doesn't tweet. I'm not really a big tweeter either, but try to get engagement or whatever the fuck the term is. I don't know. Uh, only sports pod on there. Uh, subscribe, 
comment on YouTube. And then obviously wherever you get your podcast, we're also on there. So yeah, we'll see you. We're going to try to do shows every Tuesday and Wednesday. Now that there's not, you know, Monday night games, we have to wait or Thursday night games. We have to wait to talk about. So we'll start more consistently uploading episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. So then the only sports podcast and uh, yeah, we'll see you Thursday.